Hello everyone, this is Craig WK, your Dungeon Master for Noobs and Dragons. I uh, just wanted to give a uh, quick update. Now, uh, when it comes to our perks at uh, uh, Gamezilla Media, uh, you can support the show at patreon.com slash Media, of course. And uh, one of the perks is the Behind the DM Screen special, where uh, you know we give you a behind-the-scenes uh, monthly uh, special. You know, And uh, the other thing I wanted to let you know, though, is that uh, when it comes to designing your own NPC, uh, that's one of the perks we have. And, uh, you know, well, we've had a few characters so far, of course, uh, uh, who have, you know, appeared that are, uh, you know, actually our patrons that are, uh, have designed characters here for the show. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, I did want to let you know that as the first season of Noobs and Dragons starts winding down, uh, if you'd like to make that uh, NPC, uh, you definitely can, but they might end up appearing in the second season instead of the first. Uh, just keep that in mind as you uh, start thinking of your NPC there. But aside from that, I'd just like you to uh, enjoy this week's episode. Last time on Noobs and Dragons, Alistair found a way to change the past, freeing Amelia Sunflower from a Lord of Madness. Afterwards, as time corrected itself, a new member of the five supernovas appeared, Mayorita Kanasan. And welcome back to Noobs and Dragons. So, the three of you are in the uh, farmhouse of Lockwood Stables. You have uh, Amelia Sunflower, who's like in a defensive position kind of behind you guys, not really sure what to do. And Mayorita Kanasan, the supernova, uh, who turned all of these horses into these like horrible monstrosities, has now transformed herself. And she's standing there. She has like armor made of bone. Uh, her hands have been replaced with horse he horses' heads. Uh, horse head hands. Horse head hands. Horse and she has a tail, which looks almost like a scorpion's tail. Uh, but the the like the the like the you know uh, uh, end of it. The end of the tail. I was trying to think of like the, the stinger. The stinger. The yeah. Tip. The tip. <laughs> Whatever. Just the tip. Has <laughs> uh, uh, been replaced with a horse's head, but it looks like uh, her whip that she was using from before. And uh, she stated that it's time for round two. Uh, ding, ding, ding. And Jandar, it is your turn. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, this new beautiful form of this creature, the the whip has about the same reach. Looks like it's about the same reach. Uh, yeah, you can still, I mean, she still looks fairly humanoid. She still looks like a dwarf. Uh, it's with just, horse head hands. With horse head hands, yep, and a scorpion tail and me. bone armor. They'd be miniature horse head hands. Dwarves are medium sized, they're just more, you know, shorter and more squat. Okay, so um, I was out of range um, from the whip, and so I'm still out of range. Yeah, you are this, still... At this current moment. Yeah, I, th I believe all three of you, except for probably Alistair, I think he was up close yeah. uh, uh, in melee combat. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, we like yeah. to use him as fodder, yeah. so... I'm a good <laughs> Sounds about right. Uh, cool, I will take uh, shoot two arrows, and I will use sharpshooter on both. Nice. 
Um, we already have Hunter's Mark, so I'll make sure Hunter Mark is on round two, version uh-huh. 2.0 of this beast. Uh-huh. Her okay. second form, you still have it going. Okay. All right, cool. Then let's uh, let's do this. Um, okay, that would be a 18. That's a hit. And a mm-hmm. 20. You hit with both of them. Um, now, a question on this one. Yeah. New form, does the... Does, she doesn't have damage then? Is it like a reset on the damage marker? No, not necessarily. She still has damage from before. Okay, so like uh, Colossal Slayer still counts. Yep, All it right. sure does. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Let me roll this bag of dice. Hold on, let me pull out uh, one, seven, 49 dice. <laughs> Only 49. I thought it'd be a little more, honestly, with the uh, results I keep getting. That's the first attack. The second oh. attack is double. <laughs> oh. Yeah. He doesn't have oh. the time to actually count the dice, so he just takes a picture with his phone, and there's an app that tells him what his total is. <laughs> He's been using the same number. And what do I get? Uh, plus 10 per arrow? Uh, yes. If you hit with both of those arrows, it is plus 10 damage on each strike. <laughs> What's that look on your face? Well, that'd be, uh, that's a 60, that's a 58. 58. For Get, one arrow? No, together, that's everything. everything. Oh, everything. God. <laughs> Jesus. I don't think one. I don't think that's physically possible with one arrow. I just want to I hope listen. not. 132. <laughs> I just want to listen Half to an arrow. That when Craig answered that question, Jandar looked like he had a face where he, like, shit himself. Like, he was like... <laughs> a little bit. Really? <laughs> not about the face. I mean, I shit myself a little bit, but, you know. In a good way. In a good way. Two arrows pierce through her, and uh, she kind of reels back a little bit and then steps forward. And uh, And I say, boom, shakalaka! (laughs) She uh, doesn't pay the arrows much mind. Uh, She takes the the damage, but it doesn't seem like it phases her as much as you think it would. Uh, Alistair, she looks to you. I'm sure she does. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, you're the only one within range of her attacks as you're, you know, right up on her. Uh Uh-huh. And I... she uh, goes to like like raise up one of the like horse head hands and like rend into you with it. Nice. Also, I heard she doesn't like you. I don't think anybody likes me. <laughs> There's probably some people. <laughs> I've heard that too. Uh, she gets a 17 versus your AC. Is that a hit? That's a hit. I. Uh, you take uh, let's see, 14 damage from the uh, horse the horse head. Uh, she holds out her hand, uh, or the other horse head. Wait, I was going to say, she doesn't have hand. Sorry, take me a moment horse here. Hand. She uh, puts uh, uh, her other horse head, uh, uh, you know, points it out, and points it to you, Jandar. Uh, radiant energy fills the mouth, and the thing uh, just shoots uh, a blast of energy at you. If you can make me a uh, 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 dexterity saving throw. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. I kind of figured, but... That's how the move works. Uh, that would be an 18. Uh, you uh, take half damage as you uh, dodge aside and it clips you. Uh, instead of taking uh, 18, you only take 9 radiant damage. Nine. Uh, nine? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll, ta- I'll take it this time. <laughs> that means a lot. Thank but you. But next time, say please. Uh, <laughs> And then the uh, scorpion tail comes down on top of your uh, head there, Alistair, yeah. uh, and gets a uh, 19 for sure, AC. Yeah, that, that for sure hits me. You take two damage <laughs> and make me a charisma saving throw. <laughs> the charisma. giant horse head steer it comes down on your head and you take two damage. Just two. <laughs> Good thing I have proficiency on charisma saving throws. Uh, so that would be uh-huh. a... 22? 
you feel your mind cloud up a little bit and then it fades away. You don't think anything affected you. Okay. I. Uh, she, I, uh, I uh, stares at you for a moment, uh, Alistair, and she kind of like, like, uh, you feel like, well, let's see, does she realize? Oh, wow, yeah, she does. Uh, she, uh, <laughs> 18 on the dice. Uh, she looks at you and kind of like a realization dawns on you and she says, you're a child of the Lockwoods, aren't you? Yes. Well, that's her turn. Tilly, it's your turn. Damn it. For my bonus action, I want to yell out in Horshish because I can speak beast. <laughs> uh, I thought you could only speak with like small size animals. It's a dwarf, dwarf horse hands, okay? So it's a small horse head. Um, you well, know what? I'm going to allow it. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're miniature ponies. I'm going to yell out that Alistair killed Sprinkles. Uh, you say that, and the... Uh, don't help her. Nothing seems to happen. Okay. It doesn't respond All if right. they hear you. I'm going to use Scorching Ray with my amulet. <laughs> Absolutely. Go ahead and roll the head. Um, 17. Bounces off the armor. Oh. 19. Uh, it's a hit. Oh, yep. 14. And a miss, yeah. So you hit with one of them. And we can do some damage. Sing it. Scorching Ray. 14. <laughs> oh, yeah. Almost like a uh, like a fighting move <laughs> yeah. uh, technique. Scorching Ray. And how much damage? 14. 14. Thank you. And then I'm, and then I'm gonna yell Boom Shikalaka. <laughs> Boom Shikalaka. <laughs> Because it was not a lot of damage, so I know, and I'm Tilly. No, no that's fair. Uh, Alistair, it is your turn. So I'm right up in her business. You are. Um, let's go. This will be interesting. Mm-hmm. Punch her well, in her horse faces. I, I want to use Otto's Irresistible Dance. Yeah, okay. So she just starts dancing. Well, I mean, if the saving throw is successful, what uh, type of saving throw is it? Uh, wisdom. Let me see real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it says a cre- dancing creature must use all of its movement. Um, mm-hmm. As an action, a dancing creature can make a wisdom saving throw to regain control of itself. So, to me, that makes it sound like they can't do it until their turn. I, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure there has to be an initial save. There's not. They just start dancing. They just start dancing. Yeah. It's uncontrollable, Craig. While we while we argue this rule, I'm just gonna be uh-huh. standing on the balcony or wherever I'm at and be like, He's heating up. He's heating <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm mean, uh, like DJ like noises like ooch, ooch, ooch. Oh god, that sounds gross. Yeah, that was that don't, was that don't was, ever do that again. Oh, it's a horse creature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's a little better. Uh, yeah, it uh, uh, seems at a quick glance that uh, uh, it does immediately affect it, and then on its turn it has to uh, make the save. Uh, <laughs> I, so, will, I will say, though, that those cards were made by Chops, and they're fake. Because I own a printing press company. <laughs> <laughs> Very professionally done, though, Chops. I, I mean, you did a great job. So, Alistair, <laughs> you cast that spell. Yep. And uh, uh, Horsehead Hands, I... I Sort of like stops in place for a moment, and uh, you're not sure what Horse Enhance is about to do. <laughs> what kind of dance it's gonna be? But Jandar, but it is your it's turn. Probably gonna be frightening. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna draw two arrows and launch them at uh, whatever whatever is going on down there. So yeah, absolutely. Here we go. So you have a, you have advantage. Do I? And attack rolls against it. Yep. <laughs> for now, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might as well do sharpshooter then. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, the double, the <laughs> double sharpshooter. 
Double sharpshooter. Oh, I, I saw that coming. Well, that's bad. Uh, that's a 20. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what did you give for the second one? Uh, the second one would be a 27. You hit with both, <laughs> and the first was a crit. So remember to double the damage dice for the first. Okay, this is going to take a second. Oh, so. yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. you need an yeah. assistant. So I'm just, just drop, yeah. I'm just going to drop this. He's on fire! Okay, here we go. All right, so uh, uh, <laughs> Jandar has pulled out an abacus, <laughs> and he's, uh, he's shifting the beads NASA. back and forth. <laughs> calling NASA. Tilly and I both go over there to help him out. <laughs> right? They're holding up fingers for him. Uh, you, need my, you need my toes? <laughs> I'm going to take my shoes off. Ah, put them back on. Ugh, yeah, I haven't washed them in a while. You, uh, I don't ask, have the money as I used to to get them pedicured. You ask Mayorita to help out with the counting, and you start here, and she starts clomping on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I, and then I'll, I'll give her a treat because she's being really. Remember hungry. seven. Thank you, Mayorita. <laughs> I'll take um seventy four hmm. between the two for everything. Yep. That's pretty good. That was really yeah. fast. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I like how he says it like he's buying a vowel. <laughs> I'll take a 74. I'll, I'll take a And 74. I'll use my bonus move to say slam a jamma. <laughs> slam a jamma. <laughs> Arrows strike into her. Uh, one of them uh, 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 nails her in the uh, shoulder and. Uh, and, and, and like blood spurts out. And uh, it's her turn. Spell save a 16. Just so you know. She. <laughs> Please tell me she failed. <laughs> so, Alistair. Yeah. I. Oh no. She gets a natural twenty to do a grab attack on you. Damn it. She grabs you and immediately starts waltzing with oh. you, holding <laughs> your hands with the horse's head, like heads. Gross. And she's got you right up against her, and she's like, she starts like doing the like the the like the stare at you, and yeah. then the turn away and move. And she starts moving with you around the uh, uh, the old farmhouse where your parents used to vacation. Nice. <laughs> Mayorita, while she's dancing uh, and can't do anything else, I. Uh, Looks to you and she says, I bet you miss them. And then stops. And then because she's taking lead, she kind of like me. dips you down. <laughs> and she says that she bets you that you uh, miss your parents. I do. And you're a good dancer. She uh, stops and does a little twirl to you and then brings you back in. And that's her turn. <laughs> I like it when I don't have to lead. Tilly, it's your turn. <laughs> As a bonus action. Uh-huh. I'm going to use my cantrip to cast Minor Illusion, mm -hmm. and I'm going to create the image of a rose in Mayorita's mouth. <laughs> a rose <laughs> appears in Mayorita's uh, mouth. What? Uh, <laughs> Wait, wouldn't it be a mine? Uh, She's taking lead, bro. Yeah, I would have the rose. It's Listen, it's, you're going to have to take it from her mouth. No, I fair. can't have you backseating playing <laughs> Tilly's turn here, uh, uh, Alistair. Really dancing, okay? She made the decision that the rose is in Mayorita Canison's mouth. <laughs> And that's where it is. Uh, Tilly, is there anything I'm else you want to do on your turn? Because that was like a standard a, action, right? I would like to do a guiding bolt. Okay. Um, well, Wait. isn't the illusion a standard action? That's no, cantrip. It it's might be a cantrip, action. but it's still an action, right? Uh-oh. <laughs> Shoot, it is an action. All right, well. There you the go. rose is in her mouth. Anything else you want to do there, Tilly? Nope. 
All right, fair enough. Dude. Boom, shakalaka. <laughs> Alistair, it's your turn. Totally worth cool. it. Am I able to attack her? You are. Your like wrists and like hands are grabbed by her, but she's like she's holding you, but like you can still move in place and, and hit her. You're just sort of stuck following around with her. Okay, but I can attack her. And you I have to take the rose though. Tilly says you have to take the rose. We'll see how my roll. But you have are. advantage, yeah. <laughs> if she's attacked, does she get an additional roll? Is it only on her turns? Um, I think it's only on her turns, right? It said as an action she has to make the save. Okay, that's fine. So obviously if I get attacked because it's uh is it concentration? Yeah, it would be concentration. I know that much. Yes. So yeah, if I get attacked, then that's you know, mm-hmm. on me too. So all right. Uh let's do three attacks. Absolutely. And remember your advantage. Uh, first one's a 25. That's a hit. And what'd you get for the second? 24. That's a hit. And what'd you get for the third? Uh, 14. Uh, 14 is a miss. All right. Go ahead and give me a pool of damage. So that would be... Uh-huh. Uh, that'd be 25. 25. I, You slide your blade into her twice, and I... Much like uh, Jandar's arrow, she doesn't seem too perturbed from the damage. I, uh, although that might change in a moment because it is now <laughs> Jandar's turn. Hmm, okay, I don't have advantage anymore with this, right? Yes, you do until she stops dancing. Oh, she's dancing. I didn't know how this worked. Yeah. She okay. should be dancing, and she's dancing. Uh, my first question is: mm-hmm. Where I'm standing, can I move slightly further away from this? And yeah, still have I, a shot. I would say that you can move back to like the staircase. Uh, you wouldn't be able to go up the stairs because that would block your line of sight. But yeah, you could get to like the staircase in the far corner because your range is ridiculous. Okay, so I'm going to move there. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to attack. But before I attack, I'm going to say, from downtown! <laughs> and then I'm Why going to... These, <laughs> where, where are you getting these from? <laughs> I think we all Google. know. Um, it's just part of my character. But anyways, <laughs> um, uh-huh. yeah. Double arrows, sharpshooter uh-huh. on both. Uh-huh. Let's do this. And advantage. you have advantage, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget you're rolling twice and take the better uh, result. Oh, I haven't forgot. I have not forgot. <laughs> I didn't think you did. First one is a 25. That's a hit. And what did you get for number two? Ooh, number two, not starting off strong. Not starting off strong. It got better. Oh. Uh, <laughs> that would be a um, 32. Yeah, that's a hit. How do you get these numbers even with the subtraction? I, I, I that was almost a twenty right there. And, a Nineteen, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, do it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's no, let's just do this again. One can here. dream. <laughs> One can dream. <laughs> mm. Oh man! All right, uh, let's see. Just so many dice flying around the table. There is. It's like just going everywhere. I think you should just get like a. Almost like a fast reload on a gun, like it's already dice, already bundled together, just rolls it, does attack. <laughs> like a revolver filled with D6s <laughs> yeah, and D8s. That's a 51. Woof. Woof. It's like a t-shirt can of dice. Boom. <laughs> I... <laughs> uh, so, Jandar, you launch a, a few more arrows, and they, like, you know, slam into her, and I... Uh, let's see... She <laughs> continues to waltz. <laughs> Best supernova ever. Best dancing supernova there is. The 
one of the five supernovas. I've never seen Craig like this. Continues to dance as she got a five on the dice. Oh my god, really? Yeah. You know what she Razzle dazzle! <laughs> she had a six last time. Oh. She's moving so, up. She's moving up. No, she moved down. She moved down. Well, she you moved eventually down. get to one, and then you got to roll 20 after that. Yeah, Touché. That's, that's how it goes. Touché. That's how it goes. All right. Tilly. She, uh, for her turn, she uh, uh, spins you around, brings Ooh. you back in, uh, Alistair, and uh, she sort of smiles a bit at you, and she says, well, so long as I know that one more member of the Lockwoods will die with me today. And she just smiles. <laughs> okay. This is the death dance. Tilly, it's your turn. Sacred flame. Ooh. Oh, you're not going to waste your action? She failed. Give me damage. <laughs> oh, she also has, she does have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Oh, it? well, yeah. let's see if she got a critical fail instead of a two. Uh, no, she uh, she just had the two. <laughs> oh, okay. Just <laughs> the two. 22 damage. 22. Good lord. Okay. Rolled two fine. eights on that bad boy. I feel like Craig had this uh, figured out very differently in his head. You're not wrong. Uh <laughs> Alistair, it is your turn. Oh, and also, uh, for the record, at this point, uh, uh, Amelia Sunflower has run up, and she stabs at uh, uh, Mayorita, because she doesn't really seem to need to be in a defensive position at this point. Uh, She swings, hits, and uh, does a little bit of damage. Oh, cool. She's hardly a warrior, but uh, uh, since she lost her warlock abilities, but... uh, uh, yeah, she she does some damage. Nice. And then she kind of like dives backwards a little bit. Uh, it's your turn, Alistair. All right. Um, I would like to make three more attacks, and one of them's gonna be uh, a a flourish. One of my flourishes. Oh sure. I'm gonna sure. make it a um, make it a defensive flourish just in case. <laughs> Is that necessary? I'm. I'm Is there anything that does so damage? Par- uh, they all do extra damage. Oh, it's just the bonuses. It's just after. the bonuses. I, I get the bonus AC till my next turn. Oh, gotcha. All right, for first attack, probably that first roll. Definitely that first roll. Twenty-eight. Mm-hmm. That'll do it. What do you get for number two? <laughs> Twenty-nine. Uh, that's also a hit. And another twenty-eight. So three. What do you know? Three, three hits. hits. Give me the damage. And then, uh, my inspiration die for the AC one. I just get to roll one of those. Uh, All right. So, uh, give me a pool of damage. uh, It would be eighteen plus eighteen is thirty-six plus Mm -hmm. two. So thirty-eight. You stab into her three times, and I. She lets you go. Okay. And I. And she sort of smiles, and she says, Like I said, so long as I can take the last Lockwood down with me, Master Glarus will be pleased. And you see the eyes of the horses on her hands glow, and then light kind of starts splitting out of different parts of her body, and it looks like she's about to explode. Can I say one last thing? Sure. Have you ever danced with the devil by the pale moonlight? As I see my life flash before my eyes, basically. 
all of you guys, you have mm-hmm. a choice. You can try to brace yourself for the damage to come by making a constitution saving throw. You can make a dexterity saving throw to try to get out of the house. Uh, if there's something else you would like to do instead, by all means, let me know. You basically each have a turn before the detonation happens. Is it in order, or is it just whatever? It's pretty much all of you at once at this point. Um, Amelia's right next to me, right? Yep. Am I able to grab her out and run? You are both near the front door. You think that you can make a grab her, make a deck save, and try to get out. If you're grabbing her, you would have to take disadvantage. Or you could leave it to her to try to do it herself. I'm going to take the dexterity saving throw. Absolutely. Go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Tilly, Does what are you doing? Part two of this fight, is he still warding bonded? Yeah, you would be. Because he'd get a plus one still. On oh, yeah. Thing. Then you have a plus one. Also, if you fail and take damage, Tilly's taking it with you. <laughs> I just get plus one. That's plus, that's plus one to whatever okay. your sa- saving throw total is. Um, what am I doing? Yeah. I have saved my one spell that I have left to dimension door the hell out of here. <laughs> you can't even take Amelia with you. No, I can only carry something that's like your size my or smaller. Size. She's a she's a well, she's a, a uh, she is a halfling, but I mean, it's it's. Can, I don't think you can just take somebody with you through Dimension Door. No, can I you? can carry yeah. something that's like my weight or lighter. I think you can. Well, you guys figure that out. I got a twenty-three. You dive out a window. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a like an old Western saloon. Well, you just see, see the one guy dive out of the farmhouse. You dive out the window. Uh, Tilly, uh, if you think that you can grab her, uh, then you certainly can, uh, uh, you can give her a shot. bring along objects as long as their weight does not exceed what you can carry. Object. She is not oh, an object. Okay. Uh, so uh, Tilly opens up Dimension Door and just whoop, Jesus. just goes right through. Right. Uh, what's the range on Dimension Door? 500 feet. <laughs> okay, I think you're A-okay. Tilly steps out of the, the, uh, the farmhouse and presumably is okay. Um... I would like to try to help her out. She Could she run out on her own? I mean, she can make a dexterity save herself. It's just whether you think that you could do better grabbing her and diving out. Spear shield. You can make a constitution save and just take the damage. Oh, God. You can, that's a terrible idea. Be, you have an action. Like, I have an action? Yeah, that's basically what you have, like an action and a move. Uh, if you're making a saving throw, it's sort of all in one. In Jandar's case, it was diving out a window. If Would, uh, would like transing, transforming into something to protect her be more than an action? No, that would be an action. But I can't. I'm too big. Well, I mean, if the if there's an explosion going off and your friends are already doving out the window and dimension doored out, I don't think your size matters much. Oh, okay. If, you're fr- if you don't have to worry about a collapse, I think you're going to be a-okay. Then, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll be, turn into, like, a giant ape and mm-hmm. try to protect her as a giant ape. Then make a constitution save as a giant ape. Okay. Uh, let me look up his statistics then. By all means. Jandar, you dive out the window. There's a flash of light. Glass explodes behind you, and radiant damage uh, bursts out. Uh, let's see. You were going to take... Uh, let's see here. Uh, 17. You were about to take uh, about 50 damage. You instead take 25. Uh, so I got Craig? Is that it? Huh? 
Well, you made your save. I, I would have loved to have given you more. So then wouldn't he take 14? And then oh, I'd yeah, then uh, 14 and oh, then wow. uh, uh, 14 for uh, uh, for you. Nice look, nice look. Good catch there. Yeah, good good call. Uh, Tilly, you take damage, but you don't actually take it from the explosion because you're like 700 feet away <laughs> of some nonsense. You, you see, like, ah, what the hell you see a flash of light and the farmhouse like explode. Uh, I got an eight. Oh. Uh, you are... are Point blank, you failed your constitution save. You take you have a choice. You can try to share damage with uh, uh, Amelia, or you can take the full brunt of it. I'll take the full brunt. You take uh, let's see, if you're taking guy. the full brunt, guy. I would say about eighty damage. That's fine. Uh, you take eighty <laughs> damage. Uh, there's a flash of light, and then the uh, the home ex- like essentially just sort of explodes, and everything comes tumbling down at you. You take an additional fifty damage. Uh, 80, 50. Cool. <laughs> You're <laughs> now buried under rubble. <laughs> Do I need to make constitution saves after the second blast, or are you... No. no. Okay. Or uh, concentration. Oh! Oh, yeah, by all means. Would it be the from the blast and from the fall? The, first the blast. First the blast. Okay. Uh-huh. So go ahead and roll for that. Uh, concentration. Why would you break that up? So I have advantage on those. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first pool of damage was, uh, how much did I tell you? 80. 80? So you have to get a 40? I thought it was a 10 and above for if concentration it's checks. above 10 the, in the damage you take, it's half of the damage you took. Oh, okay. So your first so check is pass, a 40. I'm not going to pass any uh, the first one then. Probably not unless you get no. a natural 20. No. Did you get a natural 20? I did not. Oh. So you are no longer in eight form. Okay. Everything tumbles down. Okay. You take 50 damage. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, so uh, Jandar, you dove out the window. There's an explosion. Everything collapses in, and uh, you sort of like, kind of like, brush yourself off. And there's bits of like wood on your back. And you look around, and you don't see anybody except this like smoldering crater with uh, like a bunch of rubble that fell down from the the collapsing of the uh, farmhouse. Okay, well, um, I mean, I guess Alistair could have got out the front door, maybe? Sure, yeah. you want to run around? Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll inspect the pile of rubble. Make an investigation check. Uh, and uh, I, uh, Alistair, what is your HP like? Are you dying? Six. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm so close. I know, right? Can I detect an 19. object? Nineteen. With a nineteen, you uh, you hear uh, uh, like uh, uh, what what would uh, Alistair be doing right now? Is he's buried under rubble? I'm okay. <laughs> and then you see a thumbs up break out from underneath the rubble. Yeah, you see the thumbs up of Alistair uh, <laughs> kind of like split out of the boards that have uh, piled up on top of him. You see uh, Tilly who's trotting up from like six hundred feet away. Oh, just run through the field. I guess I will just help or start pulling some of the debris away to try to help him get out. You guys pull aside the boards. Alistair pushes through, and the four of you are all right. Is Amelia okay? Amelia, you took all the damage for Amelia. If she had taken any of that damage, she'd have been super dead. Super dead. Not even just regular dead, super dead. Amelia, are you all right? She uh, uh, kind of coughs a bit from like the the dust and debris that's sort of like you know she's stuck inhaling right now, and uh, she she nods and you guys kind of step away, and the four of you are in this field, 
I think I believe at this point it is likely nighttime. Uh, oh, actually, you know what? I think you guys got here fairly early, actually. So it's probably like afternoon, mm-hmm. and uh, the the sun is sort of like kind of obscured by clouds. It's not an especially sunny day, and you guys are in the middle of this like farm with a barn that uh, has a roof that's sort of like shaking in the wind. Uh, the farmhouse is exploded, and there's debris everywhere, and uh, there's like a uh, just a pile of like blood and guts by the stables and an old track that's, you know, uh, just essentially a dirt ring. Uh, Well, I've had a lot of fun here. I appreciate the uh, invitation, Alistair, but, um, I mean, are we good? Can we... uh... I'm going to rate this place uh, on my stay. I'm going to give it two... (laughs) Two? Two two rating. (laughs) Why why would you rate it that high? There's there's a lot of memories. (laughs) You saw a a portrait of one of your great-grandfathers in passing, and you thought, hey, you know what? Maybe this place isn't so bad. I do look like him. (laughs) Oh, wow. Uh, Mom is right. I do look like great-grandpa. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. I can teleport us back. Amelia, do you want to... What? You want to come come with us? <laughs> uh, she uh, she kind of looks concerned. Uh, your your voice sounds a little little froggy there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she she nods along. And uh, uh, is there anything you guys would like to do? Like you can uh, uh, sift through the debris. You can go looking around for stuff. I want to cast sending this off. Uh huh. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say PSA. Mm-hmm. Alistair can waltz. Uh, you get a response back a moment later, and it just says. If there's anyone in your group that knows how to waltz, I mean, it would be Alistair. I'm going to sift through the debris. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to look through, too, as well. Make see if I can find uh, anything about my family or sure. anything on her. Uh-huh. Make investigation checks. I'm going to be Ooh, like, man. Unnatural 20. Ooh, a natural one. Uh, first of the recording yeah, session, first. you just fail. You kind of kick some boards so aside, tired. and you're tired, and your ribs hurt. Yeah. You think they're broken, There's and you, of yeah. Splinters. Yeah, you, uh, got, you got a nasty splinter, too. And you had a natural 20? Unnatural 20. Unnatural 20, oh, 20. okay. Uh, and then, uh, so Tilly, did you want to look around? Sure, let's do it. I, I, Amelia goes looking around, and she doesn't really find a whole lot. Tilly, what'd you get? Unnatural 20. Wow, you both have an unnatural 20. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jandar, you find uh, uh, roughly where uh, uh, you think maybe like the the upstairs collapse down, you find uh, like a, a dresser that's still fairly intact, and you pull one of the drawers out, and you see uh, uh, like a... Uh, what looks to be a like a, a tube, a canister for holding scrolls. I... Uh, you think that there might potentially be something in there? It looks fairly new. It doesn't look old and, and ancient or anything like that. And then, uh, Tilly, you find uh, uh, from uh, a pile of uh, uh, debris, you're able to pull out a, uh, a pretty ornate-looking painting. You think that it might be worth something? Uh, you look at it, Alistair, and it doesn't necessarily look like it's your, like related to your family, but you think that it could be valuable, might they, be able to be sold. Yeah, they collect fine, you know, rich people collect fine things. You want to pop the tube open? Yeah. You pop it open and you pull out a uh, scroll, uh, and uh, as you as you glance at it, for a brief moment, you have to kind of like scratch your eyes and double take, and you almost feel like you saw Amelia's name on it, but it's very clearly uh, addressed to Mayorita Canison. Uh, and it's basically a letter from Galeris Galaxy Render uh, commanding her 
to not only uh, bolster his forces by creating uh, aberrant beasts that'll be bound to him, uh, it's also basically detailing the fact that this was a part of the Lockwood estate. Make sure that you make them suffer to their last breath in reference to you three, you think particularly Alistair. You think that uh, this was something that was designed to sort of twist the dagger in him. Hmm. I'll give him the, the, the message. You can, it's, it's a souvenir. It is a letter from Galeris Galaxy Render. Oh, man. I can't wait to shove this in his face, that asshole. <laughs> God uh, damn. Amelia uh, says that she will join you guys in going to uh, uh, Narquellian. Okay. Uh, she she owes you guys a debt. Uh, she owes you the, the the greatest of apologies that she you know was was going to wrong you, Alistair, and she would like to uh, make it up to you more than she kind of already has. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go back and rest, please. <laughs> so you guys are going to teleport. Do you have uh, the magic for a teleport spell? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and uh, cast your teleport spell. As we're waiting, and I look up at Janner and I go, "Hey, remember when that house blew up like a supernova exploded in it?" Yeah, it was easy. It was easy to get out of there, wasn't it? Super easy. (laughs) I just walked through this little dimension door, and I was like five hundred feet away. I gotta say, she may look nasty on the outside, but inside she smelled like roses. It was really weird. So, so you guys teleport to the Midori School of Magic? Yeah. Yeah. And you guys appear at the Midori School of Magic. Uh, and uh, you guys uh, uh, arrive uh, in the same chamber as you guys, uh, uh, as you appear, is Zoff Reveris, who is uh, like looking at a book. And he just sort of like kind of like does a, like he kind of freaks out for a second and sees you guys. He goes, oh, uh, hey, everybody. Um, hi, Tilly. Zoff, we found you a girlfriend. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I'm already in a relationship. I, I, you know. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I introduce. I'm gonna introduce I'm them. Pretty sure he's married and has a kid. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna introduce him anyway. Okay. So you're introducing Amelia. Yeah. Uh, you introduce Amelia, and he says, uh, "Amelia, nice to meet you. Um, I'm afraid I'm taken. I'm sorry. I, I can't be with you." Yeah, and Amelia, Amelia doesn't. He says that to all the ladies. And Amelia just kind of nods, and she just says, like, all of them? All of them. Oh, okay. I'm just going to shake my head, and I'm going to go into a separate room and rest. Absolutely. You guys want to take a short rest, or do you guys want to just call it quits for the evening and then go to bed? No, I'm not doing I'm not doing much, so I'm going to be going to bed. I am going to go into that little private little room with all the books, mm-hmm. and I'm going to trance in there by myself because I need... Some alone time, actually, away <laughs> from all of you. After all of this, mm-hmm. I would like to find a like a like a like a spa place that I could go freshen up, feel all clean, stay the night in a nice comfy bed, and then come back. Uh, Zoff uh, looks at you. He says, "So, do you want me to scry that, or yeah? Could you find? It? Is there a place in town that does that? Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm sure we can figure something out. Okay, I th- I like I had a. I had a person explode on me oh. and a house fall on me. I really just want to be pampered for one night. <laughs> he says, I, I mean, you look like someone who had a house drop on them, so that and, makes sense. And somebody exploded on me. And, and well, I don't know what that is. Oh looks my God, like. the pity party. <laughs> I sl- is there a door in the room that I'm in? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I slam it. You slam the door on uh, one of the side rooms that has uh, uh, some of the bookcases and all these aberrant books. Uh, Jandar goes off on his own. 
uh, are you guys going into a separate room and uh, uh, resting, or even staying here yeah, and I'm resting? Tell Amelia, I'm be like, hey, girls' rooms this way. I'm gonna... <laughs> so you you take uh, Amelia and you guys go into a different uh, chamber and shut the door. I. Uh, and uh, it's you and Zoff Reverus, uh, Alistair. And he's like, so, I mean, I'm not tired, but, like, if you want to take a nap, help yourself. Yeah, I want to find this place so I can go relax and freshen up. Oh, like right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and he I, I, I casts a spell and he says, huh, uh, nothing. There's nothing like that in this damn city? I, I guess not. Is there uh, anywhere that just blocked. has, like, huh. a hot bath area? He says, well, I, I, I've I, been, uh, uh, you know, I figured something out. I have a, 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 a drum uh, or like a, a barrel outside and I've just been, you know, like using magic to heat up the water. When's do the you... last time you changed the water, though? Listen, do you want a bath or not? <laughs> no, not in that. <laughs> uh, Zoff Reverence offers to, to replace out the water. He says that he typically just uses like rainwater. Okay, please, please. Yeah. Uh, he he says that uh, he might be able to use magic and just use magical water. That'd be water. great. Let's see if he can pull it off. So you guys go outside, and uh, yeah, he actually does. He uh, uses a, a create water spell, oh, wow. and it actually creates water. Oh, thank God! Fresh, not sullied water. He says, "Um, uh, it's a little risky, but like I can try to heat it up." Yeah. He uh, launches a fireball. It explodes the barrel in the water. It goes flying out everywhere. And he goes, oh, I, I meant for that to be a lot more subdued. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm just gonna go for a walk. <laughs> Sorry, see ya. Yeah. And Zoff Reverence goes back inside to uh, study. Alistair, where are you heading? Just want to do a quick lap before I go back in, just because I'm frustrated. <laughs> you do your lap. You come back and you've calmed down. Uh, are you going to bed? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm just gonna go to bed. Filthy. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You go to bed. I uh, and I, I, I mean, presumably, like typically, when you guys clean after you spend the night at places, you know, you get like a basin and and a rag or whatever. So mm-hmm. there's always that as an option. I wanted something more. <laughs> you unfortunately didn't but I get it. Out of the cards. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I. Uh, you uh, uh, wake up hours later, and you guys are going to bed in, like, the late afternoon, evening. So you guys, like, wake up, and it's, like, 1 in the morning. Uh, it technically, even earlier for you, Jandar, you wake up hours later. So, like, in as night sets in, you wake up. So what would you like to do? Did you just want to wait for your allies to wake up? Mm, what's, uh, I'm going to go check in on the professor. You leave the room and uh, uh, you hear like Alistair snoring in in one uh, like in the room and Zoff comes out and uh, he says, "Oh, you're looking for uh, Alpis and uh, Von Drakovich." Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He says they're they're not here. Uh, excuse me. They they said that they had to do something for the Luna Solar Cannon and they both took off. About how long ago? I'd say maybe uh, uh, this morning. So. Hold on, let me get this right. The Professor Von Drakovich, who's not supposed to go out during the daylight, went out during the daylight. <laughs> uh, he's, he kind of nods. He says, I, I guess it was important. They they felt like they made a breakthrough in the Luna Solar Cannon. And the way he figured it, I think that it was early enough that nobody would see him. And I don't think they were going into town. They went into the woods. I'm not sure exactly uh, what's going on. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to level with you. Uh, that Luna Solar Cannon thing kind of scares me. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it was going to, you know, 
be all bright colors and, and candy and candy canes, but you know, uh, <laughs> he kind of nods. He says it's certainly not that. Yeah. So I don't know. I I, I don't know what uh, <laughs> what I expected either, but. Okay, well, uh, I don't really give a shit uh, what they're doing, honestly. I was just trying to make small conversation, and now I'm done. So I'm just going to walk away from you, and you just do whatever it is you were doing. And he kind of nods, and he says, well, if you need me for anything. I probably won't, but I appreciate you trying. He kind of nods, and, and he goes into the room where, where Alistair's like snoring, and he goes back to studying whatever it was he was doing, since you don't seem to care too much. Mm, no, I don't. Is there um, anything else you'd like to do? What time is it? It's like night is just setting in. Perfect. The bar is open, isn't it? It would likely be open. I'm going to head to the bar. <laughs> you uh, head on over to uh, the uh, the bar, uh, the Red Leaf Brewery. It's pretty close to the Midori School of Magic. It doesn't take you too long. Your friends are sleeping. They're, they're doing their thing, you know, resting. And uh, you get to the bar, and uh, it seems like it's pretty hopping. Uh, it looks like there's a fair amount of people. It's not super loud or anything. Uh, it looks like there's a lot of laborers from the uh, uh, the loading area, you know, where uh, uh, goods are brought in through the elevators to Narquelian. Uh, there's a, a you know random assortment of people. Uh, Otherwise, uh, if you want to make a perception check, I can tell you more about the uh, patrons, or you can just head on up and talk to Filfis. Mm, no, Fizzy. What's up, man? How's it going? He kind of nods to you, and he says, uh, hello, Jandar. Mm, yes, hello. I need a drink. He says, uh, absolutely. One for both hands, actually. He says, double fist and anything for you. And uh, he uh, uh, slides you two uh, uh, mugs of ale, uh, because you want ale right now, yeah. like wine or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ale's the way to mm-hmm. go. Yeah, he slides you two mugs of ale. Uh, it's nice and cool. Uh, and uh, he says, uh, uh, do you have a moment? For you, Fizzy, of course. What's up, man? He kind of nods and he says, um, there's uh, someone who's been uh, looking for you for the past day or so. Looking for me or for us? Well, I think you. They they were asking specifically for a wood elf with a fancy bow named Jandar. I mean, I, you're the only Jandar I know. Hmm. No one looks right. I don't. No one knows me. Who? Who? What's this person look like? Uh, he seemed to be a wood elf. He had a, a hood over his head. I, I I couldn't really tell exactly what he looked like. Uh, he uh, he seemed to have some kind of weapon under his cloak. I couldn't really tell what it was. It seemed kind of big. Uh, he says they were they were looking for you. I mean, I, I didn't really know what they were about, so I just said that you know you've been here before, but it's been a while since I saw you. Hmm. When and when, when were they in here? Uh, last they were in here was probably this afternoon. Oh, they say they were staying in the city. They're in the city somewhere. I'm not sure where, but they've been checking in on the the bar. Uh, I think they must have found out you've been here before. I tried to keep it low key though. All right. Well, um, I'm gonna. How much? How much are these ales? He lets you know they're like a silver piece each. Yeah, then I'm gonna give them a uh, a full gold piece as a tip for, you know, the discretion. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he nods. He says, uh, "Jandar, Jandar, who?" And he picks up the gold piece and puts it in his uh, 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 you know uh, coin po- uh, coin pouch. Yeah, and then you know, there's more where that came from. Uh, if they do find themselves in here again. Looking for information, whatever information you can get, I'll pay you for it. He nods, and he, uh, you, you know, Phil Fizz well enough to know he's pretty greedy, and he's more than happy to press this guy and get some info. Uh, he says, "Well, man," he says, uh, uh, "You know, 
hang out here all you like, he says, but, you know, you may end up running into them if you hang out here all night. Mm. Okay. Well, I think I'll hang out for a little bit, and if they show up, we'll have a conversation. If they don't, I'll kill them later. He smiles and nods. He says, uh, try to avoid uh, staining the, the, the floorboards with blood in here, and I'd appreciate it. I'll take it outside for you. Ah, it means a lot. He, uh, he kind of nods, and he says, uh, you know, that far back table in the corner there lets you see the bar, but maybe it's a little harder to see you. And he kind of shrugs. I like your style, and I move on over to that, uh, that table. Absolutely. Uh, so at this point, uh, Jandar has woken up like four hours before you two would normally wake up. But I tell you what, let's see if you guys are well-rested enough from even that much sleep. Go ahead and uh, make me a constitution saving throw, each of you. And what'd you get? I got um, 11. And Tilly? 14. You guys are still passed out. Uh, you guys snore away, and hours will pass before you need to wake up. Jandar, uh, you uh, can make a perception check if you like. Uh, you can talk to other patrons. Uh, you can do whatever you like. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do a perception te- uh, check, kind of scanning the room. Sure, absolutely. And that would be a mm-hmm. sixteen. With a 16, you do see uh, what looks to be a forest gnome who who sort of sees you and uh, you feel like they, they're not like like spying on you per se, but they sort of like, you know, lock eyes with you every so often and you think that they're kind of like mindful that you're there. Hmm. Looks like they're alone. Uh, they're at a separate table across the room. And, and right now, like, are we staring at each other? I mean, yeah. Like, like if they I ca- signaled them, they would see it. If, yeah, if you if you wait till they look at you again and kind of signal, then they would see it. Did you want to do something like yeah, that? Yeah, I want to signal and kind of like, hey, why don't you come on over here? Uh, make a persuasion check. Persuasion. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be... Should be under charisma. Yeah, it is. That is a 13. With a 13, you kind of nod and... Uh, uh, they, they sort of like kind of like take their drink and get up and, and head over towards you. Okay. What's your name? Uh, the guy uh, kind of like looks at you and goes, uh, Herbert, uh, what's going on, man? Herbert, I uh, couldn't help but notice that you were, uh, you know, eyeballing me. I know, I know I'm a lot to look at, but uh, want to tell me why you're eyeballing me? Uh, he, uh, he goes, no, no, just a coincidence, man. No, it's nothing. Yeah. If you want, make a uh, insight check. That would be... A 12. It's better than his critical failure. You feel like he's lying. You think that he has a reason that he's been eyeballing you, uh, even if he says it's nothing. Hilbert, let me uh, let me let you in on a little secret. Okay? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that the, the bartender up there, he's a good friend of mine. Oh, okay. uh, uh, yeah, Phil Fizz. Yeah, he let me know that uh, some people, you know, kind of hanging out in the city right now. <clears throat> uh, yeah? Yeah. People might look like me a little bit. I don't know. It's strange. But uh, I think you might know something about this since you're eyeballing me, and I don't really appreciate being eyeballed. Uh, make an intimidate check uh, with advantage. Ooh, it doesn't get much better than that. I will take a unnatural... He gets nervous and starts getting sweaty, and he kind of puts his hands out, and he's like, listen, let's let's just calm down, all right? I'm calm. I'm calm. He says, there, there's been someone who's been offering reward money for, for 
for seeing you. And, and well, you know, I mean, I, I don't make a lot of money, so I just thought maybe I'd, you know, pass it along. What's the, uh, what's the reward? It's, uh, five gold if, if, if we spy you and we can wow, let them know. Yeah, five it's, gold. It's, it's a lot more than I make. You get a good look at this person that you need to, uh, report to? I mean, he's wearing a hood, but I, I think I saw him pretty well. Yeah. Uh, how, how are you going to report this information? You know where he's at? No, he, he just has been making rounds, I guess, and, and mm. we're just to track him down if he's around. He, he There's really no way I, I have to get a hold of him. He didn't say where he was staying. Mm. Interesting. He looked uh, uh, mighty, mighty nature-y. He, I think he probably is staying out in the woods somewhere. I think so, huh? Uh, I think. Well... You're not much use to me, so how about this? We make a deal. Sure, sure. Why don't you tell him uh-huh. that I'm sitting right here waiting for him? And I know you don't know how to find him, but I was going to offer you more gold if you had more information. I was going to beat his offer, but I guess you really can't uh, You can't help me now, can you? Well, I mean, I, I think I saw him pretty well, so, oh, you know, yeah, I think I might be able to I heard to today he was just wearing a hood. I, we, How do you know what was under the hood? I, I think I caught the light just right, and uh, I think he had orange hair. A little longer. Hmm. All right, well, you can't draw him to me, so orange hair. I mean, I can I can go and see if I can bring him to you. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, why don't you do that? Sure, sure. And he pounds the drink, sets it down, and he runs out. Is there other people in there? There are other people. Okay. They they heard you kind of raise your voice at first, and then he came over, and like they just sort of thought it was maybe a, a, a brief argument, and they stopped paying attention. Okay. Um, hmm. And my 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 original like scan didn't. Nobody else stuck out besides uh, Mister Mister Eyebally over there. That was the only person who caught your attention, who was like looking at you directly and like paying attention to you. Uh, but there are plenty of other people in the bar. Uh, there's some half elves uh, that are hanging out. Some more forest gnomes. Uh, looks like there's a couple of wood elves in here. You know, it's uh, there's definitely plenty of people. Hmm. I'm just gonna throw it out there to them. So I'm gonna get nice and loud and basically say, "Hey, everybody in here!" Everything abruptly stops. Supposedly, there's somebody out there looking for me. Put a little bit of gold on the table for whoever maybe has talked to this individual. I'm just going to simply say my reward's better for anybody that can bring this person to me because I don't like when I walk into my bar and find out people be looking for me. You say that. There's an awkward pause and a couple of people stand up and start heading out and you think maybe other people have been given this offer as well. And I... Uh, and they dart outside. A lot of other people don't seem to know what's going on and just sort of like go back to their drink and try to ignore you and keep their eyes down. Okay. I, I like to lay my bow on the table with an arrow just kind of notched in it. Absolutely. Just to give that sense of like, I'm ready. Yeah, you mean business. You yeah. set the uh, the bow down, the arrow, and uh, we're going to cut back to Tilly and Alistair. If you can both make me a perception check, I would appreciate that. Eighteen. Uh, for me, mm-hmm. that's a fourteen. With a fourteen, Alistair, you you sort of nod in and out of sleep, and you hear something at like maybe the the front door, and you just sort of like nod back into to sleep. It's it's you know hard to to pay attention. You're really tired. I. Uh, 
Tilly, you kind of wake up. Uh, you know, maybe like, you know, at first you think like, well, maybe you have to go to the bathroom. Maybe you need a drink of water. And then you hear footsteps going down the hall. And it sounds like they're heading into the room that has the uh, uh, the, the ladder that goes into the basement. I'm going to go investigate it. Sure. Uh, Amelia is, well, did she wake up? Oh, my, no. Uh, she's still sleeping. Uh, Amelia is passed out. Uh, you uh, walk out and you see uh, what looks to be your uh, father is sort of like, because uh, uh, you go into the room where the uh, ladder that goes downstairs is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you go into that room and uh, uh, you see, it looks like uh, Albus, your father, is sort of waiting on presumably Von Drakovich, maybe, to go down the uh, ladder. And it looks like he's about to go down. It looks like he has... Uh, has he noticed? Uh, he does notice you. And he kind of stops and turns and looks at you as the floorboards creak a bit. And he goes, oh, huh, huh, hello, honey. What are you guys doing? We're uh, making a breakthrough on the uh, Luna Fuller cannon. Oh, is it almost done? There's there's some things that need to be worked on, but we're pretty close. Can I look at it? Uh, he looks down the ladder and he, he says... Honestly, it'll probably turn your stomach right now. You might not want to look. All right, I'll take your word for it. And he kind of looks down again and kind of makes like a uh, kind of a weird face. Make a uh, an insight check with advantage. It's your father. You'd know him a little better. 21. With a 21, you uh, you look at your, your dad's face as he looks down, and it looks like he's like got a kind of a uh, not a horrified expression, but a pretty disgusted look on his face. Uh, you're not sure what the final stages of the lunar ca- uh, lunisolar canning construction are, but he doesn't really seem thrilled about it. I'm going to peek. Sure. I'm creep up and then kind of like just slowly lean my head over to peek down the stairs. You make a perception check, uh, if you could. 16. With a 16, uh, you see the form of uh, Von Drakovich sort of disappear uh, underground, uh, but whatever he was carrying or dragging with him, uh, it looks very weird and alien. Uh, looks like it has like multiple tentacles. It looks like it has like multiple limbs and like faces and stuff. And whatever it was that they needed to go get to complete this thing, it looks like they've got, but it looks weird. Like, it almost looks sort of like, at one point, you think it almost like one of the faces on it sort of turns and looks up at you and kind of mouths something, and then it slides out under your view. And Albus says, we're, we're going to go take care of this, and don't worry. Soon enough, we'll, we'll, we'll have made a breakthrough. Okay. And uh, uh, they head downstairs, down the ladder. I. Uh, Tilly, do you want to go back to bed? Do you want to go down the ladder? What no, would you like I'm going to do? go kick Alistair and wake him up. Sure. You wake Alistair up. Alistair, you're pretty tired, but you are woken up and you're pretty uh, decently rested. It's been uh, uh, like maybe six hours of sleep or something. I think I could have slept for another day. What's Alistair, up? we don't have time for your mumble jumbo. Listen to this. What? Huh. Uh, yeah. uh-huh. So apparently mm-hmm. uh-huh. uh, my dad and Von Drakovich were gone because okay. I just basically heard them creeping back into the house and they woke me up. What time is it? It's yeah, middle of the nightish. Oh, um, all right. Okay. And and they were carrying like this giant like ball of faces with tentacles and like uh-huh. crazy stuff. And one of the faces looked at me and mouthed the words Alistair. <laughs> no. I think it said Alistair. I don't uh, really know what it said. Make but a deception gonna... check. Where to go? Five. <laughs> Insight. Can, can I be at a disadvantage? They just woke me up. Sure. 
Did you just ask him? Yeah. Yeah. Had a he's like, I just woke up. I'm like really groggy. I got a natural one. Oh, <laughs> on the uh, second roll, too. You, uh, Alistair, are pretty sure that uh, this this thing mouthed your name. It's, You're it's, very it's sure. A, it's, a, it's a my name. Uh, that a thing with multiple. I mean, obviously, it didn't. It didn't say I, it. It I just mouthed it. But I, I, we just dealt with. Yeah, like, my lip reading's pretty horse, good. Horse hands or horse heads for hands. What are you two doing? Oh, okay. Well, I mean, are we? Are we? Are we gonna? Go I'm too scared to go down there. I'm anymore. scared too. You just woke me up out of dead sleep. Let's go Tell wake me. Zoff up and take him down. Oh uh, yeah, it's a good idea. We'll have him lead. I uh, so I uh, you look around and uh, you find the room where Zoff is. It looks like he went into the room where uh, uh, Jandar was uh, trancing. Uh, you don't see Jandar, uh, and Zoff is there. Where's Jandar? Where's Jandar? Zoff, where's Jandar at? You like kick uh, Zoff awake, and he kind of like. He's like, what? He goes, Wait, what's going on? Where's Jandar? I think he left. I don't know. I, I heard him leave the room, and I, I didn't want to. He didn't go downstairs. No, no, he, he left. Okay, get up. Okay, and he stands up, and he's like, kind of wipes the sleep out of his and eyes. I'm going to turn him around. I'm going to lead him out the door. You're going first. We're going to figure this out. You're don't leading him to the questions. ladder down? Yes. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my just, hand's just on go his down shoulder, there. and I'm just kind of like, all right, we're going down there. You're going to tell us what you see, okay? And he gets to the ladder, and he goes to, like, put his foot on it, and it clangs a bit as he starts going down the ladder. It kind of creaks a bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, Professor Von Dracovich sort of floats with his, like, dragony body to the, like, the the path that goes down to the, uh, the basement. And he looks up. He goes, I really appreciate it if you all could just not. What's going on down there? I heard there's a thing with many faces and arms and said my name. We're making a breakthrough. I'm freaked out. I, I just don't... fought a person who had horse heads for hands and a scorpion tail that also had a horse head at the end of it. Then you're really not going to like what's down here. You oh, might want to avoid it. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, I'm going to take your word for that. I'm just going to go. Zoff, after Von Dracovich is all serious on him, scurries off and goes it's back to his idea, room. Zoff, uh, Jandar left. The only place I can think of would be at the bar. Are you guys going to go back to bed, or are you going to the bar? I'm going this... back to bed. If back to bed. Bar, yeah. Yeah, back to bed. Wonderful. Jandar, <laughs> the, uh, the door swings open, and you see a cloaked figure, and the cloaked figure walks in. I'm and cloaked now, too, by the way. You threw your hood oh, up. And you see, uh, uh, you hear sort of like somebody kind of whisper, and they're like, he's in the corner. And then like it's, uh, you hear like scurrying off with uh, uh, the sound of like coins being tossed. Was it my Hilbert guy? Might have been. It's hard to tell. Hilbert. Uh, uh, and uh, uh, the figure walks in, and uh, it almost uh, like he it's, it's like heavy boots hit the uh, the ground. He walks into the center of the uh, uh, the bar, like kind of in the entryway uh, where there's no tables. And uh, Philfis sort of looks at him and kind of looks to the corner, and he kind of gets down a little low. And uh, you hear a voice, uh, like sort of the hood come back, and you see a wood elf, and uh, he has orange hair. And he says, I uh, heard that a man named Jandar is the one who slew all of the Void Threshers. Is that true? And he kind of looks around and everybody in the bar looks to you who yelled and bragged about how you slew all the Void Threshers just days before. And they all just sort of stare at you. He says, oh, I'm sorry, go on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slide out of my chair, stand up. Grab my bow with my arrow, just hanging by my side. I'll be cool too. Pull my hood down and be like, "Yeah, what about it?" He says, "Well, I met a man 
who I had wished to challenge, you see, but he told me that in order to have the right to defeat him, well, I had to defeat the person who defeated the second most amount of Void Thresher orcs. I'm sorry, and who is this man that you want to fight that thinks they beat more Void Thrashers than me? It was a a very kind half-orc that I met on the side of the road who let me know that if I wanted to challenge him, well, I had to get through you first. Tell me, Mr. Jandar, do you have a few moments for me? And he kind of smiles, and you see the, the cloak kind of like billow out a bit, and he has a huge heavy crossbow at his side, and he says, will you join me outside? And he smirks. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks, like a behind-the-scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.